Hey guys, Drummond here. Just want to let you guys know that we do have a YouTube channel up right now. And if you guys would like to see that, go ahead and type in drum, the symbol, and drummer, and you guys can see our beautiful faces there. And we are putting up extra content. It's more of like the uncut version of the podcast. However, if you do like the more polished, censored version of this podcast, go ahead and keep listening. The episode will come up right now. Dalton, dude, hey, do you, uh, can you control your dreams? No. You can't? Not at all. Not even a little bit. Really? Like, you never, like, had the realization, like, while you're dreaming, like, oh, shit, like, I'm dreaming. Oh, I thought about my dream that I had a David. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. David, the dream I had of you was fucking hilarious. Of me? Yeah, yeah. So, we, you were having a housewarming party because you got your first house. Not the place you have now, but, like, a house. And we were there, and all your old high school drama buddies were coming in. And we were saying hi to them. About to get wild. And you were, you, when you <laughs> when David gets excited and he drinks a little bit, he does this weird thing with music. If it's, like, his song, he jumps and goes in a circle and lands and, like, does this weird, like, rocker thing. And it's... It's just what David does when he wants to rock out. Um, it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure David thinks it's the coolest thing that everyone else sees. I love it. Um, it's great. But so people were coming in and we we're saying hi to them. Me, Matt, Rachel, we we're like, oh, hey, guys, good to see you. Good to see you. Um, food's here. Drinks here. Blah, blah, blah. So and Rachel looks at me. And she goes, hey, where's David? And I was like, let me let me go look. So I back up and I look in the living room and <laughs> David is in the living room partying out next to this like uh what do you call it like a like a cabinet i guess i don't know i don't know really know like exactly what object it was but it was some type of object in the, in the room and you did your your i was like david david people want to say hi to you and you're like yeah i know give me a second and david you're playing an air guitar and you jump up and you like flick your head back and you do like a spin and when you do your spin your foot smacks right into the little cupboard thing <laughs> and I literally hear it crack and you fucking broke your ankle and you're on the floor and you looked at me and you said, don't tell Rachel. And I was like, what, what do you want me to do? You're literally on the floor. You can't get up. And like, you're holding back tears. And I go, I go to Rachel and I was like, Rachel. And she's like, what? And I was like, David broke his foot. And she's like, was he doing a spin move again? And I was like, yes. <laughs> she was like pissed at you. And you're like, Rachel, what was my fault? And then I woke up. <laughs> it's actually really funny. And there was there was a Brandon's banana bread. I know we were taking a bite out of really? it. Really? Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, that lasted how long? When you guys ate it? Literally, uh, it was gone two days, and I held myself back. I held myself back as well. Dalton, what if during that dream, like I had stopped rocking out and then turned to you and was like, Dalton, we need you to tell us the coordinates of this place and so and so, and started asking you like all these intense questions. Oh, dude. While I his wonder. Fo- while I wonder- his foot's broken. I wonder if I'd be able to actually like respond or even like understand. You know, I feel like in my dreams, like I'm so like googly headed. Is that even a fucking word? Googly headed? Yeah, like I don't know what's going on. You know, I just go do things, whatever I want to do. You know, I wish I could control dreams though. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Like lucid dreaming would be dope. Why do you ask that, David? Well, because they, they can. They, uh, yeah, there's Uh-oh. studies that show people who can lucid dream, which is a thing you can learn. Mm-hmm. I can do it. I don't believe you. No? Do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can do it. They um, can communicate with people like while they're asleep. Like someone in the real world can start asking them questions and they can have like a full-on conversation with them. No, so I can lucid dream. So there will be, not all the time, um, but there will be times where I'll be like, 
it's always in a really, really, really intense situation where something will be happening in the dream and it'll just be like bombs are going off, like all this other stuff is happening. And then I'll realize during it, like I have to make a decision. Yeah. And then as I'm trying to make the decision, I'm like, I'm like, I have the realization. I'm like, I don't have to choose. Like, and I'll turn around to the chaos and I'll be like, I'm dreaming that, that none of that's working. Like that needs to stop. And then it'll stop. And then I'll like, I'll be able to walk around. I can't, I can't do it for very long. I can't interact with any of the people in the dream. And I can't like move walls or like, like do anything fun. Yeah. And I've, I've lucid dreamed once. Once? And it was the funnest fucking experience I've ever had in my life. I was lucid dreaming and I was in General Grievous' flagship. And I was an assassin. And I like got to fight General Grievous. I got to kill droids. I got to uh, fly like uh, TIE fighters and shit. It was everything I've ever wanted to do in life. And I, when I woke up, I was legitimately sad, sad uh-huh. all day. I was it like I couldn't. It was one of those things where you just couldn't. There was nothing. There was nothing better than that. There's nothing better than flying a spaceship and killing General Rivas. There's nothing better than that. Are you sure there's nothing better than that? No, dude. Like I think there is. No, dude. That that's literally anything I've ever wanted. I want to be a bounty hunter and assassin in Star Wars. So let me tell you about my last lucid dream. Uh, I walked into this Western bar. Right, all these like hard guys, boring, big mustaches, dude, cool right? And then I walk over to the jukebox, and apparently you're not supposed to do it. So I knew that I had to make sure that this song was a banger. So I go through the options. Top fifty. Guess what the first hit was? Give me the people, free my soul. Nope. Our intro. David, roll it. I'm drum. I'm drummer. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 70. Week 70, guys. That's 7 plus 7, 14 plus 7, 21 plus 8, 29 plus 1, 30 plus 6, 36 plus 4, 40 plus 5, 45 plus 4, 48, 9, 49 plus 1, 50 plus 10, 60 plus 1, 61 plus 9, 70. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S is the supernatural. Stories. And self-improvement. Dalton, I feel like there's a strong correlation between like how much better you've gotten at adding up to numbers and you being back in school. Uh, no. Is there a lot of numbers in coding? Um, there, there, there is, but it's, it's, I don't have to do any of the math. Like I just, I type in the numbers. And like it divides for me, does multiplication, does adding, subtracting, less than or equal to, does everything for me. I just got to put in the signs. Hmm. So, so no counting. Have you noticed like a, a rollover outside of like schoolwork or school stuff into like real life? It's kind of, not necessarily. I feel like everything I've learned so far, um, like it's all been really cool. But the one course that I'm really like, that I really enjoyed the most. And what's crazy about it is it was like the shortest course we had. It was only a two-week course, not even a project, just a test done. It was the only Python course, and I fell in love with it in two weeks. And I was yep. like, "Well, I wanted I, I don't necessarily want to do all this now. I just I just really want to do programming." So yep. now I'm getting really into that, and I don't know um, how much that entails, but uh, I've been practicing now for a while. Oh yeah, I feel ideas. like that's how I feel like that's how college and school usually goes, where you go through classes, like you get a broad overview of the entire like system or whatever it is that you're learning. And then at some point you have a course 
that just gets you really excited. Either yeah. you understand it easily or it's right up your alley or you're able to connect with it for whatever reason or you just really enjoy it or it's really interesting yeah. to you. And then from there, then you're able to go deep instead of wide. Yeah. I think that's the thing with school. School always goes really, really wide. And there are some people out there who never go deep, you know? Mm-hmm. And like in in marketing or in sales, it the money is made when you go deep. Yeah. You know, when, yeah. you, when you find a niche, you find something and then you're able to just go, you know, focus only on that. And then, you know, you've, you've heard the, the phrase, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. It's kind of like that. But you, you know? never really wanted to do sales. Like you always want to do marketing and you went, you went into your job as a marketing, mm-hmm. uh, something. I, I was a marketing coordinator. I never really knew what you did, but I, yeah. you did um, I did a lot of things, but no, but marketing sales is unique because they kind of go hand in hand, you it, know, it does, it does. Um, but they're also very different. Like a lot of people think that things that I do that are sales, they think it's marketing, but it's really sales. Or I do a lot of things as marketing, and they think that it's sales. They are sides of the same coin, but they're very different sides. So, are, um, are you even doing marketing now? Or are you just doing? Uh, are yeah. you just? Are you just? Uh, what? What do they call you guys? Producer. Producers. No, I'm. I'm both. Um, I because I have to market myself. That that's a whole part of sales Over now. The company as a whole. Uh, for, yeah, I still do it. I okay. still manage. I I still manage the a lot of the stuff that goes out however i've been more focused on bigger projects for the company as opposed to like advertisements and stuff like that um but it tends to go hand in hand and honestly like i marketing gets me excited but i'm like falling in love with sales i feel like i'm a natural sales guy you're good at it dude um but marketing's just fun matthew had to to make a sales video today i did he said i do when i was here yeah. Not at work. Yeah. So, so I get up and then um, I have a prospect that I made this, you know, landing page for, and I had to like film a video for that that prospect. And so, I'm doing it, and Dalton's asleep. So I'm like, okay, cool. If I can do it now, I don't have to worry about noise in the background, right? So then, <laughs> so then, I like finally get it set up. I like kind of figure out what it is that I want to say, and as soon as I go to hit record, I hear the door open. And I hear, Matt, I need to tell you about my dream. It had to do with David. I'm like, <sighs> so he opens the door and I feel bad because I'm like not thinking about anything Dalton's saying right now. And Dalton had one strand of hair that was just kind of like up, like, like his little like feather. And I thought maybe I should put on a hat for this. And I was like, nah, it's so, my brother. So then he comes in, he, he tells me the story and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, for sure. And then I was still getting stuff ready. So then he asks me, he goes, hey, Matt, how quiet do I need to be? And I feel like the answer to that question should just always be, you know, there's no need to be loud. So just be quiet. And I go, what? And he goes, how quiet do you need me to be? Yeah. First of all, really appreciate that you asked me. You know, we've been, we've been on a really we've good, been good level recently. We've been, been talking good. Talking a lot, communicating. Yeah. Sharing our feelings. Yeah. Great. And so then I go, you know what? I'm not done yet. So, you know, you don't have to be that quiet. He goes, hell Yeah turns around and just starts doing shit and screaming and i'm like that doesn't mean be loud and obnoxious like what the fuck? and he's all sorry dude my head's telling me to do it and i'm like bro i gotta get it out you gotta I, get it out you don't I, that's the thing i really don't think you do Ugh, you don't know me yes i do <laughs> as well as you think big guy so then uh he comes out starts watching uh an anime that he's going through jujitsu kaisen we'll get into it so good blaring loud right it's not even a language i understand and so then he's 
he's listening to it super loud. Like if he's, if, if it, there's some sound in the background, my microphone won't pick it up, but it's literally, I feel like he has the TV behind me. And I'm like, are you loud. deaf? Like, why can't you hear this quieter? So I turn, I'm like, Hey bro, can you like, like, you know, turn it down? He refuses <laughs> to watch it quieter. He just stops the whole thing <laughs> and then goes on his phone. And I'm like, I didn't say you had to turn it off, bro. You can just turn it down. Yeah, well, then it took him like 30 minutes to do record the video. Yeah, it was supposed to be like a quick... And you know who fucked it up? It wasn't even me. It was Maggie. Yeah. Halfway through the video, Maggie's nails are long. So we're working on it. And you hear her like click, clack, click, clack. Like she's like tap dancing. So it took me a while like to finally get what I was going to say. Then Maggie, I hear her doing that and I'm all, damn it. So I open the door and I put her in the bed and then I got it done. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. It's quite the was, morning. That was quite, quite the, morning the morning here in the drum household. Yeah. Do you have any other anything else you want to say about today so we can just get out of the way? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. Great. Well, Dalton, you're a little techie boy, right? A little techie boy. I'm a little, a little techie, techie boy. Little techie a little techie boy. Techie. What do you Stop. know about deep fakes? Deep fakes, uh, that's where they take, um, usually the idea is they take a face of a celebrity and put it on a body of, well, what I've heard and seen, a porn star. What you've heard but more, more <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how you tried to like get out of it. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to get out of it at all. Okay. I've, I've, I, I needed to see it for for reals. Well, uh-huh. not even for reals. It was deep fake, so for fakes. Yeah, but it was interesting because if if you're just watching the videos as like for the action, like yeah, you're gonna you're not gonna realize that it's not really you know the 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 actual actor you know what i mean but when you actually look at the face you can you can it just looks off the eyes seem a little more dead in a way uh, but it's really interesting because a lot of the deep fakes they choose they choose it for specific people like um there's people that have like certain like names that look like specific like actors and so they take those deep like doppelganger kind yeah, of yeah doppelganger kind of things so they have a similar body type but it's not face so they, they switch out the face of the deep fake and those things blow up. I could be Mark Wahlberg's deep fake. You could be. I could be. You could be. And I was and I'm like now it's just getting worse because now it's affecting security systems. Don could um, be like Mick Jagger's deep fake. I, I was gonna say, how how is that <laughs> That's the worst compliment you've ever given. Absolutely terrifying. If I look like Mick Jagger, fucking throw me in the trash can. That's where I deserve to be. He just wanted his and moves. he pulls, bro. Bro, because he's a fucking rock star. Hey. He doesn't would pull because he's good you, looking. Would you take his looks for his talent? No. <laughs> I have a hard time with his teeth. So you don't have to look at that in the mirror? Yeah. No, I can't do yeah, it. For sure. I like who I am. But what are the kind of ramifications that deep fakes are having now? Uh, Well, now they're thinking that... uh. Like certain people are doing porn when they're not. Um, there's, I haven't seen this one, the one that you brought up right here. Um, but there's like just a lot of like even like for for like the pornography part of it. There's a lot of um, like misunderstandings with the with the males, and then there's you know uh, threats of suing on both sides. And Pornhub had to take down like half its shit. I feel like a porn addict. When I talk. I'm not a porn addict. I just, I just, I researched this stuff because I thought it was interesting. Uh, the the first time that I saw a deep fake that's not related to to porn is like, um, uh, oh. there there was one that came out with Obama. 
And it was like, and it wasn't necessarily his fate. It wasn't, it wasn't him doing anything. It was more of when they, and I think one came out with Joe Rogan too, because this is the first one time. One Tony I, Stark as well. Yeah, where they take the sentences. Honestly, somebody could probably do it to us. Where there's just a bunch of content of somebody speaking about different topics. They take it and then they splice it. Just yeah. Boom, 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 and they put it together to where they can make you say whatever, whatever you want. Yeah, anything they want you to say. And it's really hard to refute that because. You speak in a certain tone. You have a certain inflection in your voice when you say certain things. So it they're able to control the audio and the, the tones and stuff like that to make it sound like it's just one fluid sentence. Yeah. So it, is the audio one separate track and then it's a deep faked video that matches that audio? Uh, the video that I saw was just... Or is just, the video just like a bunch of cuts of the video? No, no, no. It's like it would be like me sitting here and then I'm, I'm saying just, it, but it's like all this different audio taken and spliced together. Yeah, but... Spliced together... In a way that it doesn't sound like it's spiced together. Smooth. Yeah. It's smooth. Okay. Yeah. They did one with Donald Trump. They did one with, um, like I said, Tony Stark. They put him They put him on, I think, somebody else's body. And he was doing the whole Tony Stark line and everything. But you, it was a guy on Zoom. Yeah. And, like, I mean, you see it on, like, you could do it on Snapchat. Well, it's, like, not even, people do it, like, you don't need the audio. People, like, there was a guy that did Tom Cruise. And he was the one being Tom Cruise and just deep faking his face. Yeah. But it's like he just did an impression of Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but no, this story is, you see, yeah, so you're going to hear it the most with celebrities and stuff. Yeah, because those ones blow and politicians, up. politicians, like mm-hmm. those, yeah. that's where it's like the big damage can be done. Because I mean, it used to be like your your physical form was the only thing that could Yo. keep you as your own. You know yeah. what I mean? And now that's being taken away. Mm-hmm. Your privacy of literally your face is being taken away from you. Yeah. And it's not even being regulated right now. So yeah, there's no way to. There's no. There's not a lot make, of regulation. It would make what the fuck? So what are you reading, Matt? Okay, so this mom allegedly created deep fakes to bully her daughter's rival off of the cheerleading squad. Wow. So apparently, this mom deep faked uh, her daughter's. Hold on. Authorities say a Pennsylvania woman anonymous, anonymously sent her daughter's cheerleading coaches deep fake photos and videos of rival teammates naked drinking or smoking to get them kicked off the squad the lady's 50 in bucks county pennsylvania holy how did she figure i mean i'm more impressed that she figured out how to do that she's 50 and she learned how to do i think it was an app where she like you know it it could be the thing where it's like oh hey it's literally can be her her friend's son yeah is a developer he knows how to do that that's true and maybe he's morally dubious uh so it was just her doing all these things she is was probably girl, it, she was probably giving pictures is, of the girls. I mean, think how easy to this pictures. developer is, is the girl like, underaged. They all are. They're high schoolers. They're high school oh, they're high schoolers. I didn't it didn't see high that. school cheerleaders, man. So that's that's a whole. See, this is this fascinates me. Not not pictures of underage girls. The situation. The, situa- no, uh, the situation. No, completely. The situation, but also like the fact that like rules are created for a specific reason. Right, mm-hmm. like for instance, you go into a bathroom and they say, "Don't stand on the toilet." There's a reason that that rule needs to be clearly stated, it's and it's because of stuff so. like this. Like I guarantee you, no police officer in their life ever thought that they would have to worry about fake photos of some. You know what I mean? And so now they're like, "Okay, well, this is something like new that we have to worry about." But it's so hard to protect against. Oh, thousand percent. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's just. I mean, there's always there's been doctored photos for years and years now. But I think the difference is this is like video. Yeah. And video is so much harder. And it's not like yeah. any Photoshop fake. needed. It's literally just. Yeah. It's just a software. Yeah. 
that's insane, dude. What the hell? What is wrong with people? I like why? I just I don't understand that. I just like if you want to be on the team, just work harder than them. Yeah, like that's well the the daughter be apparently better. the daughter apparently didn't know any of it. The daughter didn't know, so it's just the mom. Yeah, just assuming like mom. she just, just came home, mom. came home and was like talking about how she was getting bullied. So the mom was like, "You know uh, what? Uh, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." No, take that's a lesson to stand up for yourself. You the know mom, what I mean? The like, mom doesn't want to see her daughter go through that. She's trying to be protective in her own demeaning way. <laughs> she's evil, but don't get me wrong; she's evil. But that's, that's she's trying to. Up. She's trying just to, you know, that is not okay. Give her daughter something. God, I, who knows what she goes through, man. That poor daughter now has to deal with that going yeah, through high school ma- now. Oh, yeah. There's a news report. You know, everybody knows exactly who oh, it is. Oh, yeah, including in Virginia. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I think she could be like going to jail and stuff. So there's. Mm-hmm. I just, I wonder how people. they're going to. I mean. And how is invasion? Find- is that an invasion of like privacy? Because it's. Well, well, it's not technically her. But yeah. it was on it was on public media. If, I'm guessing this girl got all the pictures I think it would off be, Instagram. I think it'd be like slandering. Yeah. Okay. If okay. Anything, that makes it would sense. be yeah. that, and it doesn't. It, I don't think it says anything about public media. I think it just got sent to the coach. But here's the thing, though, because if it's being all sent to the coach, blah, blah blah, like she's drinking, she's smoking, but that's all stuff that's she can do because she's of age. No, she's not. She's no, no, in no. high school. No, the mom who took the videos. She's, the the she's mom 50. sent videos of the high school girls drinking, smoking, and nude. What did you think was happening? I thought I thought the mom put the picture on her face. No, <laughs> she's not trying to make herself look younger. But I thought she did she, it on her face no, and sent it to them. No, no, she took the rival girls' faces and deep faked them onto some video of girls oh. drinking, smoking, and nude, and sent that video to the coach to be like, "Hey, look at the look at what these girls are doing. They should get kicked off." What kind of conversation? What, what thought process are you having in your mind? <laughs> my mind is oh not here sometimes. Gosh. I'm so sorry. I still feel bad for the girl, though. Oh, oh God! What did you do? Oh no! Control Z, Control Z. <laughs> All right, you guys are pretty pretty well uh, self aware men. I'd hope. Depends who you ask. Do you guys uh, want to talk day. about the signs when the signs? I want to hear what your take. You guys have been through your journeys of reflection and stuff. Signs that a man is insecure about, about their, their masculinity. masculinity. They can't take a joke where they're they're rece- on the receiving end of it. They can't be the butt of. They the can't joke. be the butt of the joke. I feel like we all go through that, like at some point in our lives. Yeah, though. but how? But you, some people don't get over it. Exactly. Um, but and like I, how you handle it. Yeah. Like if you get like really mad and like you're visibly mad, and it's just like a playful joke, like it hurts your ego. And there's yeah. like a a big. He, my I had a problem with this, like a really big problem with this, because in high school, like I always liked ha- having people laugh at me. At you. I, yeah, I liked I liked that I was I was the, the, the funny guy, the center of attention. Right? Even if you were the butt of the joke? Here's where I'm getting at. Okay. So I liked being the center of attention, but I didn't like being the center of attention so much that I would get joked on. And people would, and like, you know, who, the people who I hung out with, you know, they were, they were all good people. Nobody meant it in an evil way or in like a, like a bullying type way, but I, but like they would do it so often I would just laugh it off because, you know, it was about me. So it was obviously funny. And I would get like super insecure and super like butthurt because I felt like they really meant it. 
Yeah. So I wanted to be the joke or wanted to take the joke, but then I really like, I liked the attention, but I didn't like the attack that it felt like. Yeah. And so I, I was having a hard time understanding that like one, why am I knowingly putting myself in these situations to, un- to, to get attacked, you know? And two, like how, how do I, at that time I was like, how, do, how the hell do I not do this? Like, how do I stop? Like, it's just such a, like a constant thing. Yeah. You know, and then you got like a, you have like a like that's that's who you are at school. You're the funny guy. Like yeah. People make fun of you. You don't take it seriously. You know. But then like when you go home, like you cry and you're just, you're fucking sad. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But I didn't know how to take that for a very long time, and that was me being very insecure. I didn't I didn't know how to communicate with people in a mature manner to be like, hey, like that's funny, but like also I'm human. Don't make don't like there's there's a line that people cross. I wasn't setting boundaries. You know yeah. What I mean? You were letting yourself. What else? Mm. You go, you gave one, Matt. Your turn, Dalton. I just gave one. No, you, no, you explained. Commented on Matt. On mine. Oh, I thought What's I was talking about this whole thing. that you see? Um, um, I think I always hear this, and it's like, like you always got to be the tough guy. Or like, mm. um, even like uh, when it comes to like fixing shit. I don't know how to fix oh, a lot fuck, of things. No. I don't Hiring. Fucking, I'm outsourcing that shit so fast. We have, like, I think a lot of men in general have a hard time understanding that, like, they don't have to know everything. They don't have to fix everything. It's okay. That The ego, the ego that comes with the, with the fucking male, just, like, wanting to fucking fix shit. You got to know things. You got to know how to shoot a gun. You got to know how to make a shelter in the woods. You got, it's just start a fire. Yeah. I mean, I can't, but make a steak. Yeah. Well, I can shotgun a beer. Yeah. Well, you know, but like, you got to know these things. Those are fun things. But like when it comes to things that I'm not interested in, I was like, Dalton, like you're not a man. If you don't know how to do these things, if you don't know how to fix shit, you're not a man. If you don't know what the difference between a screwdriver and a Phillips head is, you're not a man. And I was like, that's fucking stupid. I don't even know the difference of a screwdriver and a Phillips head. Still. <laughs> a Phillips head is a screwdriver. Is it really? Yeah. I don't there's, know the difference of it. There's a uh, Phillips head and flathead. That's what I meant. Oh, my masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man now. <laughs> but I think it is interesting when usually like you could tell people where they just don't know how to communicate their feelings either. Yeah. You know? Because I think women should know everything just like that too. Like every every woman should know how to fix a tire. Every woman should know how to like change their oil and do stuff like that, especially fixing a tire. Cause like there's a lot of times you get blowouts on the freeway and like, if you don't have triple a and you have a spare, like, you know, you need to make sure you know how to do that. Otherwise you're going to have to hope that the, your knight in shining armor isn't some creeper who's going to, you know, yeah. think, Oh, I did you a favor. Now you owe me something. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, to, switching a tire on the freeway is the scariest shit I've done in my mm-hmm. life. That's the worst. Fucking terrifying. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think those are those are the two big ones, I think. Really? Oh, the, the one of the one of the main ones I saw was uh aggression. Aggression and violence. Quick to aggression and violence. Yeah. Uh but one of the ones that surprised me was not being supportive of other men in their life. Hmm. How so? Like not everything's almost like a competition. Nah. So they have to be, you know, they're not willing to help out another guy because they need to be on top, you know? Oh. You can't congratulate someone for doing better than you because it means you're lesser than. So. I've never understood that. I've never understood that. Like, like, if you win, I don't lose. Like, win-win situations are, are possible. 
Like they happen. Those are the best. I don't, I, I just, I don't understand that. You know, I I mean, I don't know. I, I, I know we all have egos. Everybody does. But egos is like who we are. Like we like everyone has an ego. That's their personality. It's their ego. Well, that's the ego is kind of one of the hardest things I think to deal with because especially in this, the way we've been raised is very specific on our individuality and our self-esteem very big on building our Mm self-esteem which also then builds an ego so it gets really hard to not take things personally when things don't work out or when things yeah yeah and i having an ego isn't a bad thing like i like i feel like um when you know ryan holiday has the book ego is the enemy great fucking book but everybody needs to have a little bit of an ego you do. We all do, just by nature. Like, there's no way we can get 1,000% rid of it. No, because the ego is who you are. But It's like your personality, isn't it? Oh, gosh. Uh, Wait, you tell me what you think your ego is. How the hell do you explain it? So, I've been told this. So, when people take psychedelics, right, they, they see a higher self. They see that their ego is... Is their is their human form? Their ego is like their physical form of how they portray themselves. That's the ego, right? But your soul is not connected to the ego. Your soul is completely different. Your you, your soul takes with you, but your personality and your ego stays there in, in the physical realm. That's how I picture ego. Why don't we do a dictionary with Dave? Yeah. Well, like- there's a there's a bunch of different definitions, well, and also we'll like uh, canon. I mean, like. Like it's interchangeable, you know, like the way he uses it in the book, he even describes it. He's like, there's two different meanings for ego, but the one that I'm going to be focusing on is ego as arrogance. Okay. Ego as pride. Okay. You know? Yes. Pride. Pride. That's, that's, that's what I'm referring to compared to ego as self-esteem. As as self-esteem or or personality, however you want to Mm -hmm. identify that. Um, I completely forget what I was saying. I completely forgot what I was saying before. You asked me what the hell an ego was. Because um, you said it was everyone needs to have ego. Oh, yes. We all have an ego because we all have um, our idea of ourselves. And, and when it gets questioned, we get defensive because we've spent our entire lifetime building up this idea of who we are. So when that goes in jeopardy, um, that's a scary thing because then you have to sit down and think. So either A... You take the question, you sit down and you look at it and you're, okay, why did I feel like this? Or B, that's not me. I'm going to get pissed. I'm going to punch a wall and do some shit and, you know, and, and then people know, oh, like, don't do that because it makes him mad. And it's like, but then there's certain situations that just consistently make, like, insult your ego or you feel, and it becomes to a part where when people say your ego is getting too big, it's like nobody can say or do anything without, like, triggering your ego response you know and so it's just always like it's it's just a downward spiral well that or even like not listening not taking into account anyone else's ideas or opinions opinions more so than ideas but like so so something dalton's been very good about we get popular on tiktok i think the three of us have a very good idea of why we are popular on tiktok Mm -hmm. yes i'm sure the content is great but it all starts with Dalton's what we're looking fucking at. fucking face. <laughs> and Dalton, you handsome man. And Dalton has been... <laughs> and Dalton has made it very clear that he's not letting it get to his head. 
as much as he thinks he's not. No, but I was like, I was very concerned because I, my whole life, like people always been like, oh, here he goes, here he goes. And I'm like, I don't want to be that guy anymore. Like, I no, uh, just stop laughing. This is what I'm talking about. This He's the problem. Stop what? laughing. You're the problem. What? Well, I, now, now, I, now, I don't think we're laughing at what you think we're laughing what at. What about manager? I'm your manager. Damn it. <laughs> uh, but what, I, like, what I'm saying is, like, I just, like, I don't want people thinking that, like, oh, you know, like, you know, like, someone someone compliments me. Like, someone's like, oh, Don, like, you look good today. Like, my natural response is, oh, thank you. And I, like, do something to show it off. But that's because, like, I just get excited and I do it. But it's not, like, going to be like, oh, it's getting to his head now, so I can't, I can't say anything. Like, I don't, I don't like that because I'm, like, I just, I'm just appreciating it and then, showing you i appreciate it that's just my way of doing things I, I think when people say that at least the people that we're close friends with we're saying it more as a joke because you're a ham yeah. as opposed to actually meaning it well, when i say it i mean it though but when everybody else says it like they're, they're saying it as a joke but even even then like <laughs> i couldn't i can't tell you why we me you you and me matt laughed when you said that dalton i know it wasn't at you yeah it wasn't like it wasn't us, you saying that, and then us laughing because we're like, oh, you think you're doing that, but you're not. You're still being a hammer. No, 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 no. Like, I, we're, I, I, I couldn't explain why we thought it was funny, but it was. I laugh because when I say stuff like that, I may say it to make you think that. Yeah. So, like, I technically, I'm, when I'm. It's like checking me. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that because I, I, I don't like thinking that, like, we're popular on places because of my fucking face. I, I think that's not true. I think well, we have great I mean, content. I mean, it's also your body, but. <laughs> but like, Whoa, his ego. <laughs> but like, I'm just saying, like, there's, there, I just, I want all of us to come up together. I don't want people just to think it's like just me or just because I, I, I look nice. You know what I mean? But if that had been the case, if he had let it go to his ego and to his head, if his ego had been inflated. Then that would be a cover. Then this would just be drummer. Yeah. Drummer yeah. and two producers. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's that kind of thing where, but I, I was going back to us when we were laughing and you, you taking it personally because you have this fixed idea of what we're laughing at. Yeah. Instead of what was actually going through our mind. And I think that's kind of what happens a lot of the times when, mm-hmm. when disagreements or arguments come up is like what you're hearing is you're hearing it in the context of, what's happened to you in the past yeah. or what's happened, you know, all this stuff. It, and the person saying it has their own context. Which, yes. I was going to say, it's kind of like the game telephone. Only, you know, you get the same exact message as the first person, but instead of having a line of people that somehow change what it is, you have life experiences and um, situations that are those people. So somebody can say something and while you may hear the words where it's like, this is a compliment that I'm giving you. This is a compliment that I'm giving you. I can say the same thing to two people, but life experience and situational filters will translate that in the form of how you receive that or how you respond to it. You know, um, it reminds me of the book, the four agreements. Like that's what, and this is one of the first things that my boss Ruben ever taught me was don't take anything personal. Because a lot of times people are speaking from places of their own understanding of what they're saying. A lot of time that comes from pain, from trauma, from, you know, um, something that's happened to them. So it's not fair to you to receive that 
and take it on yourself because of something that somebody else is saying. Mm -hmm. Now, I say that very simply. I make it sound like it's the easiest thing in the world. This does not mean you never get angry again. And that's another, that's something with enlightenment. When people become enlightened, like they are, they be, people assume that it's like, oh, I'm never going to get mad again. And it's like, no, you go through some rough stuff. You're still going to feel your feelings. Exactly. Feelings are inevitable. They're a part of us. They, that it's the reason we've evolved the way that we have. But at least with this understanding of it, when somebody does say something to you, it's easier to let go because you understand now that like, There are these situations and filters in place where it's like you're speaking to me from your experience and while you may either A, have the best intentions or B, feel like this needs to be said now, just let it go because I have to learn it on my own Mm -hmm. in in a sense, Mm -hmm. you know? I'm not saying don't listen to people, don't take their advice. That's not what I'm saying at all. But like, you know, just understand that everybody's speaking from their perspective and everybody's perspective is different. Yeah, I agree. That's good. Yeah, well, let's like get off that. this cerebral talk and let's let's right before we take our break, let's do a, some simple science. Simple science. It's a it's so simple little mini segment that I've dedicated now to TikTok. It's just simple science. There's a TikTok it's where simple. a woman science had heard a theory, and so she wanted to test it out for herself. A theory. She huh? had heard that hmm. Gerber was putting metal. In their baby food. Oh, yeah. So she dude. put the baby food in the bag, and grabbed the magnet, magnet, and sure enough, started pulling little tiny bits of metal. Oh, yeah, dude. And she wanted answers. And what did Can Gerber you guys say? give her those answers? Oh, what? yeah. Right on. Right on. You're. It's just. It's in the food. <laughs> just eat it. Don't even think about it. Simple science. Listen. Why, why would you put metal in food? Here's what I'm saying. What, what, what I'm saying is this. If all of us had Gerber food at some point, we were all babies. Sorry to break it to us, but we were all babies. Let go of your ego. You know what I mean? There you go. This is the problem. She has an ego. She's the problem. No, there's a scientific answer for this, Dalton. What the fuck do I know about science, David? What does your body need to work in, in iron? In- Oh, so the baby has a fucking iron deficiency now. No, well, no, Great. all babies. Has <laughs> okay, this is way better than what my. I see. I was, I was gonna go. I was gonna go out of simple science and go into. Oh, I almost said contra- <laughs> contraceptive conspiracy theories. <laughs> That's not what I want. Concentrated conspiracy theories. Gerber is making a giant magnet, and then it wants to activate the magnet so all the babies go to the magnet, and the parents have to pay to get their baby back. Or it could be putting metal in your bodies to give you radio waves oh. that are receivers. Oh. So when they so when Gerber sends out their mind waves. When they're asleep. When the babies sleep 22 hours a uh-huh. day. You know they're lucid dreaming. God, you know babies control their they dreams. Sleep so they're much. subliminal messaging them. To eat more. This baby is way food. better than I thought. Yeah, absolutely. We're Whoa. uncovering some simple science. Here. Simple it's, science. Is it simple? It's simple. Or is it just science? It's simple. Or is it Simple, Simple science. science. But yes, everybody needs iron in their body at all times. So, so that was that just and, iron? And, all food has and iron. And you're in probably it. iron deficient, so go buy an iron supplement. Well, now it. that baby's very iron deficient if she's taking out all the iron. If she's taking out the iron, if she refuses to buy anything that has iron. But metal then she's going to find out that every baby food has iron in it. Yeah. It's a rough life for her. She'll figure it out. Well, we'll let her think about it while we take a break. Yeah, let's do it. Papa. She was looking kind of dumb with the finger and her thumb in the shape 
of an L on her forehead. Well, all right, welcome back, everybody. This past Friday, can we have a segment where we talk about how much we love Shrek? I do love Shrek. Can we like actually like make a segment like uh, fun Shrek fact? Nah, it has to be like two S's. I want to say simply Shrek, but uh, what about why would you want it to be SS? Superior Shrek. Superior Shrek. Shrek is love. Shrek, Shrek is, is life. life. Um, this past Friday. Can you believe the humor that our generation has? No. No, I cannot. <laughs> I've been raised by South Park, Shrek is life, and Family Guy. Uh, this past Friday, we did our first TikTok live. And so for those of you that tuned in, I apologize for the beginning where it was incredibly loud and we were figuring out what the hell was going on. Um, but it was kind of cool. It was fun. We had people log on and, and talk with us. We got to know some of you uh, pretty yeah, well, which was kind of nice. cool. And it's like not people that we know in person. So that's nice. That's always cool. It's always a little weird too because I don't – it's like this this person knows uh, like about us, but yeah. we're just figuring out about this person. Yeah. So it's, it's like cool. We, it's like so we have a podcast. So Crazy. we got we got a couple people that I just remember off the top of my head. We have Veronica, who's just killing it with college. Keep going, keep doing a up. great keep job. Um, True gang. Let's we got go. our girl Liz. Liz. Our girl keep Liz. It up, Liz. What's up, uh, baby? We got our Southern Belle or Dalton Southern Belle. Uh, Har- Harlan. Har- Harlem. Har- Harlan. 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 Something Harlan. like that. Thank you, Harlan. Uh, and then we got to see some old friends in uh, Scott and Amanda. Scott that and was Amanda. fun to. to See you guys and catch up. See my dad's Fuck, eyes yeah. light up when I brought your name up. Uh, and then some of my insurance family popped in, uh, Amy and Adrian. So, and then can't forget uh, our uh, can't forget our loved ones, Monique, Rachel, Colobo, Colobo, Natalie. Um, so it's kind of a mixture of everything. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we got invited to a yacht party. Yeah, who Pretty knows what that's gonna sick. lead? But I'm down. Uh, but it was cool to to learn about you guys and be able to you know give some advice and be able to you know answer questions and kind of see where you guys are from. And Very while true. we did uh, ask those questions, we learned where some of you people are from. So it's time to dust off the old segment. Ready? Do you remember this? Yeah. Fun facts of listeners' towns. Fun facts of listeners' towns. Fun facts of listeners' towns. Because it's fun facts of listeners' towns. For those of you who have no idea what this is, it is a segment that is an OG segment where we, uh, it's when we first started getting listeners that weren't our friends. And, or us. Uh, <laughs> and they had they came from different towns. We had a, a pretty good following in Tennessee for a while, like three different cities not that close so uh we just we like to learn about where you guys are from and uh so this is our segment about your hometown let's run this bitch so out of the <laughs> let's see out of the 31 countries that we're listened to in and but we're only listened to in one planet and three yes. that's a problem we haven't made it we to should mars hit yet to mars i feel like that's our next planet you want to get, get perseverance to to <laughs> listen in <laughs> 31 countries and 329 cities around the world. We have chosen three. And today's three start with what? Can, can you imagine an astronaut being in space and being like... What's going on in the like, right no, 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 no. Be, being in space and like not having any connection with anything Earth-related and being like... NASA's like, all right, we're going to give you one channel, the one podcast you can listen to. And then he just hears us. I'm drum and I'm drummer. No, no, no. Fun facts, listener. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't think you could listen all the way through. <laughs> You'd be like, "Fucking, I'll sit in silence." Yeah. Sorry. Keep going. And so the first town today is what I'm surprised we haven't done yet. San Diego. San Diego. I've spent California. a lot of time there. Spent a lot of time there. I spent some time there. Do you have any crazy uh, stories from San Diego? Uh, that you can share. I think I accidentally went to a nude beach one time. That was shocking. Um, that's San Diego. I, I know this story. Was it an actual nude beach? I was I was young. <laughs> don't don't know. I was just naked. <laughs> I, I, was, I was young. I don't remember like how it happened, but I remember just ending up when there's like just naked people, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And I, <laughs> my dad like took me away. I don't know if it was dad. I don't know who I was with. No, it wouldn't have been dad. It might have been dad. I hope you went to a nude beach with my parents. I don't know, but there was it was a nude beach in San Diego that we went to. I think it was with the family. Um, where was I? What the hell? You, I, I remember probably this. there. No, I would remember this. Oh, uh, yeah, I got lost at sea in San Diego too when I went scuba diving. Oh, have we told the Sea World story? What happened at Sea World? Sea World when we went when we were young. Oh, is this one about your shoes? Yeah. <laughs> have we told this story? No, you have. We to. haven't told the story yet. You have to. Tell I tell. I love this story. Uh, so our so I've spent a lot of time in San Diego. Uh, my beautiful girlfriend Monique went to college at Cal State San Marcos, so very familiar Oceanside. Uh, PB spent many birthdays there. San Diego, yes. Um, and you know, Gaslamp District, all that stuff. Uh, but my first time in San Diego. Uh, growing up, my brother and I we didn't really take you know too many extravagant vacations. Uh, and one of the ones was uh, we drove down to San Diego. We had SeaWorld tickets. We were going to go kayaking and, and uh, scuba diving and no snorkeling and snorkeling. snorkeling. Also, David, we lost out on money on, on our scuba diving thing. So that's that. Yeah. Oh, you guys never did it. No. I told you guys owe me like a hundred bucks. I don't think we did I don't that. Think no, we it's only, it's definitely owe me a hundred bucks. Okay. No. Find, find, find the episode where we say that and we'll make yeah, sure that. Go it. back and listen to it. Ooh, Call on right. people to tell us where it's from. All right. All right. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah sure. It expired at the end of December. Yeah. <laughs> And you were right, though, because I remember you vividly being like, you guys are not going to do this. You guys spend the money, but you're not going to do this. David talked about it once, and then you guys didn't talk about it ever again. Yeah. I'm still down, though. We'll, we'll make it happen. Anyways, be quiet. So we go down to San Diego, and we had three things on the agenda, SeaWorld and snorkeling and uh, kayaking. Yes. Yes. So, but we're going to- Oh, gonna wait. Bo- no. And um, the parasailing. Oh, my dad went parasailing. Yes. You went parasailing. And some of you got oh, to no, see that. went parasailing. We did the, what's the, uh, that went paragliding. Did we go to San Diego twice? Maybe. Anyways, I'm going to focus on SeaWorld here for a second. <laughs> so, so we go to SeaWorld and we get in there and we go through the shark tunnel and, uh, <laughs> and, and my dad is a mischievous man. Uh, he is incredibly nimble for as large as this human is. And so we go through the shark tunnel. And if you guys have never been to SeaWorld, the shark tunnel is this conveyor belt that moves you all the way through. And then it's just a tunnel. Then you just have sharks swimming all over the place. It's the best. It's, it, great. it's really freaking cool. I'm scared of sharks. So when you get off the conveyor belt, it's actually kind of short, which is kind of, you know, sad. But, uh, when you get off, Outside, there's all this like shark facts and stuff like that, yeah. and there's this huge shark jaw, just okay? like a megalodon sized shark jaw. Yeah, and well, when it's, we were kids, it looked huge. It looked it's like it's barred, like there there's a rail around it. Yeah, right, because they don't want people going in there, going in the mouth. So, Dalton and my mom, you know, we're all looking at everything. Matt, we, I was with you. 
You left. No. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. They, Mom will attest to this. So my dad, yeah, and this is back when we had the, the cameras, but you were like, like, uh, what are they called? Disposable. Disposable cameras. I want to say throwaway. Disposable cameras. So They were throwaway cameras. So my dad grabs me. He goes, hey, how cool would it be to get a picture inside the jaw? And I look at my dad. I'm like, that would be fucking awesome. Like, that would be so cool. That's a great idea. And he goes, okay, <laughs> crawl through the railing. Go stand in the jaw, and then I'll take a picture. And I go, okay. And then the only reason I say you weren't there is because mom goes, okay, we're out of here. She grabs Dalton, turns around, and leaves. This so, is all lie, by the way. Okay, I don't. I, you could have been there. I don't. I I just remember this last part. So, anyways, so I come through the railing, and I go. I step on the platform, and I step into the jaw. Okay. As soon as I put my foot down in the jaw. These lasers shoot across the floor and these sirens start going off. And as soon as that happens, I look up and I see my dad running out the door, just abandoning me, leaving me there. So then I get scared. So I run. I remember I cut my the back of my leg, like I had like a little scratch from the tooth, and I ran. And I was I ran so fast, I was so scared that I hit the railing and I flipped over it. Like I didn't even try and jump it and everybody's stopping and staring at me. And I'm convinced that like security is coming after me. Like the police, I'm gonna get arrested. I'm put in prison for the rest of my life, right? So I run out the door and my dad is like by this bench or something. And he sees me, he's like telling me, come on, come on, come on. So I go over there and he grabs me and we leave and, and we go over and like that, that was it. He goes, he's like, put your head down, son. And I'm like, what the heck? I was so uncomfortable for the rest of the entire trip because I thought security was going to come get me. I made my dad buy me a hat so I could like put it down really low and like try and hide myself. (laughs) It was a mess. That's funny. Here's what actually happened. Okay. So Matthew was there. Most of of what Matthew said is true, but mom never took me away. Mom was like, I'm not doing this. And so she walks out. I never went into the mouth. I was just watching Matthew do it. And Matthew got in the mouth. And it started going off, but I was like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on!" Took a picture. We have a picture. There's of you in no there. picture. There's a fucking picture There's of no you picture. in the bitch. And Matt has a picture of Matthew. I flip out because it's like it's it's loud. loud, so loud. So I book it, and I'm running to mom, and mom's fucking human. She's, <laughs> She's so mad. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you would do that." And and then dad is like, "Come on, bro, come on, bro!" I remember hearing him say that. But I don't remember him running out as fast as he did. But I know he ran. Like he, he left. He me. left his ass. I know that for sure. I just don't remember if like dad was like booking it, and I don't know where he went. But I remember going to mom. So yeah, it was pretty funny. So then, when after that, we went to go watch the Shamu, uh, the Shamu show. <laughs> what was funny about that? It was funny about that is that we sat in the soak zone and didn't get fucking wet at all, and somehow the people behind us got soaking wet. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, but. This is a long story. I'm sorry, you guys, but you're, you're listening to me. So here we are. Um, so then we found, like, if you guys have ever been to Knott's Berry Farm, there's this uh, thing called Bigfoot Rapids. And essentially, it's you get in this rapid, and it's a water ride, and you get soaking wet. And it's kind of like whitewater rafting, um, but in a much more controlled environment. But in SeaWorld, there was no line because it was already, be, like, getting dark. So and we, it was freezing. We outside. love that ride. We love that so ride. So we yeah. were like, let's do it. So we go, we get on the ride, and like they did it right because we got drenched. And we got out, and we're all cold, and we're all shivering, and we look at each other, we're all, let's do it again. So we go. We went on the ride at least like four times in a row because there was no line. We just kept going and going and going and going and going. So we get out. 
And Dalton's like, Mom, I'm cold. And she's like, my baby. And she, like, grabs him. She, like, is making him all warm. And, like, I'm cold. I'm, like, sitting, like, I'm sitting on the bench. Right? So, anyways, so we walk around for, like, another two hours. You're a fucking <laughs> Yeah, bro. You're we walk around for another two hours. Dalton somehow had a change of, like, fucking socks. Okay? I'm walking around in my wet-ass shoes. No, Matthew's dumbass. My mom said, my mom told him, Matthew, do not put your feet, keep your feet up, keep your feet up because the bottom was filled with water. I listened to my mother, <laughs> my feet up. I put it against the thing, right? Matthew was like, no. And I was splashing his feet in the water and then his feet were soaked. And my mom goes, Matthew, we can't change your shoes. These are the only shoes you brought for the trip. And he goes, he goes, mom, I'm having fun. <laughs> so it was all of Matthew's fault. It's not my fault. Mom always tried to ruin Mom my warned fun, you. Mom warned you. So then, so we walk around for two hours, right? And actually, I think you're completely right. I've never thought about that no, before. No, I am right. I so, so then we walk around, right? And Dalton, I remember you having a change of socks, which I don't know if actually is true now. You just but want to believe that. No, I really do. So, okay, so we walk around, we leave the park, and my feet are raw. Like, you know when you're pruned, like your feet are pruned? Imagine walking on that for two hours, okay? Like, I'm trying to find things to sit on because my feet are so fucking raw <laughs> and uncomfortable. Because we, we were done. We didn't stop. We got to see world all day. All day. Like, we did not stop till it was like we had to leave. <laughs> and Matthew was sitting down every time we stopped to, like, <laughs> Matthew would sit down in the middle of the fucking road. <laughs> Didn't give a shit. Bro, my feet hurt so bad. So, anyways, so, so afterwards, we go to the hotel. And, like, we didn't get to stay in hotels often, so it was a big deal. So, we went to, uh, I think it was the Radisson. So, we go there. We get our room, right? And Dawn's like, Mom, I'm cold, right? Meanwhile, I have fucking soaked-ass raw feet, right? So, my mom goes and oh gives Dalton God. a bath. Okay, bro, I'm not. Mama's not giving me a bath. Bro. I go take a shower. No, How no. old do you think I fucking am, Dolphin, bitch? You were young, dude. How young does Mama give me a bath? I remember for? you having a bath. No. Okay. Anyways, Dalton gets clean. You're full of shit. I know this. Part, this next part is true, and we'll both agree on it. Dalton comes out, and my mom tucks him in bed. Okay, Dalton comes out, and he has his queen size bed. Dalton's in the middle of it <laughs> in his robe. Yeah. Bundled up, nice and warm and cozy, watching TV, and I'm like, okay, cool. I get to like go, like, like take a shower now. <laughs> and we had ordered pizza, but we had to go pick it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually he's this lone wolf, bro. He's going around doing his bro, own thing. I was, dude. No one loves Sorry, me. So, no one cares about me. So my dad goes, "Hey, Matt, let's go. We got to go get pizza." I'm all, Dad, my feet hurt, and he's all, he's all, "No, we're gonna go get pizza." And I give my dad like pushback. I'm like, "No, like my feet hurt." He's like, "Hey, get in the car. Like, let's go." And I'm like, <laughs> so I go, right? We go to this Domino's. That is apparently only takeout, so there's no tables. I remember sitting there. We got there early because Dad was hungry. So we got there early, and I remember there was this window with this tiny window seal. And I remember sitting there trying to, like, rest my butt and try and get pressure off of my feet because they hurt so bad. <laughs> and it took, like, I don't know. It felt like 10 minutes. It was probably 5. So we, we get the pizza, and we leave. And I'm sitting there, and my feet hurt. So then finally, it's my turn. And I tell my mom, like, mom, you need to take my socks off. Like, I don't think I can do it. So she's like, oh, Matthew, you're so dramatic. So I'm sitting on the toilet. And I remember my mom peels my socks off of my feet. And she goes, oh, Matthew. And I'm like, mom, my feet hurt. And she's like, 
honey, why didn't you tell me? I'm like, I've been saying it the whole time. It's because Matthew complained I'm too dramatic, much as a child. So they didn't believe me. But yeah, that was that was an adventure. His feet were bad. They were so raw. It hurt so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. But anyways, let's get into the fun facts of their towns because I can go on about San Diego. Yeah. 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 And that trip in particular for a long time. Yeah. There you go. So fun facts about the other towns. Story time for San Diego. We're going to go to our second town then. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Breaking bad. You guys have never been there, right? Uh, I have. Texas. You have? Oh, that was your reservation trip? Yeah, so I spend... I. Whoa, I didn't know that. Well, let's go through the fun facts. Yeah. yeah. It is what? home. Can I say where it's home to? Yeah. Yes, where is it home to? It's home to fucking High School Musical. Okay. Did not think that would be a thing. You didn't know that East, East, East High? East... West I've high? never seen. I've never seen the highs cool. are in and Albuquerque. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I can see. Uh, Breaking Bad, which I know that we knew that. Um, and Transformers. I didn't know Transformers was shot there. It was shot there. Yeah. A all lot. Of it, all a, of it was shot there. A lot of movies are shot there. It was the first city to to give tax breaks to film productions. Oh, is that why? Yeah. It's a beautiful landscape. But how do they get New York in? in it's in called Mexico? CGI. That would make sense. That was a very heavy CGI movie. Yeah. Uh, the first Bitcoin machine opened at Imbib in Imbibe. Imbibe in Albuquerque. You don't know what Imbibe is? <laughs> equidescent, 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 equidistant, equidistant from New Orleans to San Francisco. What the, the fuck does that mean? So it means distant. it means the distance from Albuquerque <clears throat> to New Orleans is the same exact distance from Albuquerque to San Francisco. That's cool. So it's a good halfway point. But think of how far Oh, I want to read this. Louisiana is. I read it. A hot dog cart rivalry. Now this is the shit reached fever pitch in 2012 when Albuquerque hot dog vendor was charged with battery with a deadly weapon. With a deadly for hot mowing dog. down a competing vendor with his hot dog cart. Yes. No word on how many good hot dogs were rendered in inedible following the incident. Okay, well that's that answers my question. Damn. Can you the, imagine? Just like, two hot dog cart guys going at it. Or girls. Who knows? That's crazy. Albuquerque seems pretty like empty too. How do two hot dog guys form a rivalry? Can you here's what I'm thinking though. So around around our around our where like where we live, there's a bunch of like carts with, um, with fruit with fruit. Fruit carts. And they for for some reason, uh, like even like down like around Covina too, these things popped up out of nowhere. Like just one day, there was at a, every corner. There was a can law I, that passed. Can I have my theory though? Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah, all, yes, it's probably true. Law passed. Boom. Yours is better right. than what is it? But what I think is that they all work for the fucking FBI, and they needed to see what the fuck we were doing, and now they have one on every corner to see how we drive, if we drive right, um, how the vehicles work, if the gas is really don't, causing don't they have problems. birds for that? Wouldn't that have been done with the ice cream trucks already? Dude, don't go telling me not, that not enough ice cream trucks. Man. Amir was an FBI agent. He was no. Amir wasn't. Prince wasn't. The hot dog cart rivalries guys? aren't. No, but they have birds to do all of that. They don't no, need. A, they they don't need I already debunked the birds thing. Also, in LA, there's a Yelp for a hot dog lady, and it's this old lady that has a hot dog cart, and she has outstanding reviews. Fucking wow. awesome. I love hot dogs. The kind that you get like after the concert, like where you come out and they're all standing on the edge and they're yeah. making like bacon, Bro, but she bacon always, wrapped hot she dogs. She always has lines. 
like lines. Yeah, she knows how to make the hot dogs, dude. Bro, I like I haven't gotten one because the lines are too long. But if it's ever short, I'm I'm, I'm just going. excited for the first time we all get to go to a concert again and we can leave at the end of the night and go pick up Alberto's burrito, a Cali. Can I read? Can I, can I read? Alberto's or I'm, Denny's? I'm reading it. Denny's. No, 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 I, I need to read this one, one though because it's it's close to me. No, I'm reading it. No, no, no. I, I need to read this one. Let's do it. Okay. You probably remember about right hearing the infamous McDonald's coffee spill of 1992, which occurred when an Albuquerque resident scalded, yes, scalded herself with the contents of her styrofoam cup and ended up with 2.7 million in punitive damages. So you she burned know, herself and blamed McDonald's. Right on, dude. Got 2.7 million. Hell yeah, man. Speak you might not know that while the case ended up being symbolic of frivolous lawsuits, Liebeck suffered third degree burns to 6% of her body. Whoa. McDonald's knew that at 185 degrees Fahrenheit, cup. their coffee was dangerously hot. And 2.7 million equals about two days of McDonald's coffee sales. So they made it up pretty quick. Yeah. I would say about two days. Still though, two point seven million for burning yourself on coffee. Also, third degree burns. Yeah. That's pretty bad. That's hot. That's hot. That's very hot. <laughs> what is McDonald thinking? Yeah, Dalton, you laughing at the next one? Yeah, I thought that this was fucking awesome. Uh, UNM's what is that University University of New, New Mexico. Mexico University of New Mexico um, mascot. So UNM's mascot is a wolf. And a wolf pup was present at all games in the 1920s. That's fucking As the mascot. Dope. That's As the cool. mascot. That's really dope. But that all stopped when he bit a fucking child, which is honestly kind of cool as well. Poor child. But now you can say we're bit by a wolf. Just yeah. Think about that. Think about unless, how- unless he died. I don't, did he die? I don't think so. Okay, no. good. It was just a little baby wolf. Yeah, it's a little baby wolf. Little baby wolf. Little baby wolf. Little, little pup. Little baby wolf. When little the pup. railroads came into New Mexico, a brand new town was founded in the area. Confusingly, it was also named Albuquerque, right next to the other Albuquerque. They got around this by calling one New Albuquerque and the other Old Albuquerque. Isn't there like a New York in there? Eventually, too? New Albuquerque consumed Old Albuquerque, but it's still called Old Town. I don't know who was in charge of that. Who was like, what do we name this? Ugh. Well, I'm from Albuquerque, so, so, like, so new Albuquerque. New Albuquerque. Well, no, so there's there's actually uh, there's, there's a New York in there, right? Uh, I don't think it's in New Mexico. Where's New York at? In Texas? Is there New York in Texas? I don't no, know this. No, there, I I know what you're talking about. It's somewhere else. Ah, but there's so there's actually a very large Native American presence in New Mexico. So that part about the railroads coming in makes sense because it was probably just the the white man coming in and trying to take over everything, you know? Um, and they're not very creative. So you would just add new to stuff. And Who's not creative? White man. Oh, that took over New Mexico. Okay. Clearly. Well, I don't even think it was that it was, they came in they were like, this is place is called Albuquerque. And then someone else was like, yo, Hey, there's, there's already a town named that. No. And then he no, was like, there's no way that that happened. And then he was like, fine. We're new, new Albuquerque. <laughs> it's better than the old one. Yeah. yeah. No, but New Mexico is beautiful. They have uh, the Sandia Mountains. And at night when the sun's setting, the mountains turn green or turn uh, pink. And then the the trees on them, they look like watermelon seeds. Really? It's super cool. That's amazing. Super cool. Wow. Yeah. And wow. they have, like Matthew likes to talk about it every time I talk about New Mexico, Christmas. Oh, the chili, it's so good. Town, right? Red or green? No, no, no. Red or green? Uh, and then you can eat Christmas style, which is red and green. They have Frito pie, which is fucking delicious. 
All right, looks like we're gonna have to make a trip out. Dude, to, I, I'm down. I and they have this hot air balloon festival that I want to go to so bad. Yeah, they're they're like the top hot air balloon capital. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've never country. been on a hot air balloon. Maybe mainly because they don't have bathrooms on there. I get nervous. What if I get nervous have to pee? The world is your bathroom. Yeah, but like, what if like you're on a date and like you want to go? You like, know what? They have sandbags on the sides, so I'm sure you could open up one of those and then it just like it just offsets the weight. Didn't they go on a what are the time out? What are the sandbags for? To weigh down the balloon. Why would you weigh down the balloon? So it doesn't fly up too high. Don't you just turn down the air or the the fire? I think you need like a base weight. Otherwise, it's too much. Oh, so like to to stop winds from. Where like, was James and the Giant Peach filmed? It, that's a stop motion film. So. Uh, with the live action part of it, the live action part where was oh it I don't know, I didn't know there was an outside version of Why it. Why did you think of that? I don't know. It just came to my mind, and I was thinking about like how big can a peach be? Like how big? Giant. Like how big can you get a peach? Because in James and the Giant Peach, it's, it's a giant, giant peach. It's yeah. Giant peach. Oh my god, I that's the that's the biggest it is. I fucking love it. But what I'm saying is, Matt, can you find out how big a peach can get? I'll find out how big a peach can get. Which, which cousin was singing Jane? Caleb James Babushka James Where are you? Isn't, Isn't it a wonderful wonder? I thought it was Cloudy Day No Why would they be singing that? I don't know Isn't it a We should watch that I haven't watched day. that Is that a sad movie? I don't really remember it To be Dude, honest with it's you It's a great movie it's a great I just movie. remember Every time he eats the peach It looks fucking delicious I just remember after watching that Every time I ate a peach I would look into it To see if there see was there, something in there There's stuff in there? Did you find James? No I was like James where are you? <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna go ask James at the gym if how he likes peaches. It doesn't uh it doesn't tell you how big the peaches get. It just talks about how big peach trees can get. Nice. But that's let's, not what I let's go but anyway, on that's to the, our last town. Longview, Texas. Texas. Yeah. And one of the main things when I did my research on this, uh, from eleven things only people from Longview, Texas will understand. The very first one is is boring. El Sombrero restaurant. That was their like. El Sombrero. We're known for El Sombrero. El Sombrero. That's probably how they say it. El Sombrero (laughs) restaurant. Papa's Nachos. That's just for so for the person that was there. So they'll hear this and go, "Hey, who doesn't who doesn't like a good nacho though, dog?" Like, I feel like Papa's got nachos figured out. You know. I also think that it might be Papa's nachos. Papa's like potatoes and nachos. Ah. Oh, so it's not nachos. It's nachos, but it's got pota- potatoes in them. Potatoes? But it could also be Papa's nachos. But aren't aren't chips? Well, you get to choose. That's the great potatoes? thing about this. You've never been to Longview, so you I've choose never been there. You know what? if they're Papa's well, or Papa's. Hold on, Matt. I want, I want right. Potatoes are chips. I want your potato chips that have more potatoes on top. What, so, if, what, if, what if you got like... Nachos are usually corn tortilla yeah, chips. Yeah, corn tortilla chips with... Not these ones. With a, These ones are potato <laughs> chips. <laughs> buddy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you think your decision you know, there, long big guy? There are potato chips with more potatoes on top. What do you know about Papa's nachos, okay? Nothing. Don't, what happened on, uh, on May 23rd? On May 23rd. Thanks I figured, for asking me that. I figured he'd like this one. On May 23rd, 1894. Let's take you back a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez, why? <laughs> <laughs> why, did, why is Dalton going to like this one? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, Outlaw, Bill Dalton. Dalton. 
strikes the first national bank of Longview. Yeah. Man. Known for riding with his brothers, known as the Dalton Gang. Dang, the Dalton Gang. Oh, my God. This guy's bad ass, <laughs> oh, oh, dude. Oh, wait. Bill parted ways with his brothers. Oh. We would never do that. After riding with a few more outfits. You mean gangs. Yeah. A few more outfits. <laughs> he <laughs> just, he has got to change of- my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> like, got he these, took all the clothes. Got Why these new spurs. <laughs> Bill starts his own Dalton gang. Dang. After robbing the bank, the gang shoots their way out of town, leaving one bandit dead. How inaccurate were they if they only killed one bandit? <laughs> it was just a distraction. The Daltons never really <laughs> want to kill anybody. The Daltons just want to take the money. Oh, okay. They're smart people. Right. This was the only job pulled. <laughs> <laughs> this was the only job pulled by the uh, by this new Dalton gang, and it happened here in the town of Longview. <laughs> I hope that like anytime there's somebody named Dalton in Longview, they're just they're like, "Oh, hi, I'm I'm Matt. I'm Dalton." They're like, um, they have trauma. Yeah, they're, they're like, they're like. Uh, here, here, just, just, just take it, just take it. Just oh, take it, just you're take it. Dalton. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You're Dalton. Okay. And then they go, Are you Dalton or are you new Dalton? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Both Longview and Albuquerque are known for their hot air balloon traditions. Longview also has a big festival. How close is Longview to like Albuquerque? I'll look that up. How easy is it to pop an air? Balloon? Because I know, I know if you're from, I know like El Paso and. I think it's Albuquerque. How easy is it to pop an air balloon? To pop? I, that has to be. It has to be pretty thick material. Nylon. It has, nylon. It has to be thick. Bro. Like a lot of nylon. Got to be thick. Thick boy nylon. Thick boy. Um, founder Awesome Awesomeus Hitch Methvin Senior named the town when he stated from his home, "What a long view." <laughs> I'm not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> And Longview is the hometown of Matthew McConaughey, Forrest Whitaker, and Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Oh, man. That's awesome. I, I mean, love that guy. Like that. I do like that one. Unless he takes $80 million of our dollars. Uh, no, I'm de- I want him to take $80 million of our dollars. <sighs> For how long? How long is that contract? Four years. Four-year contract. $80 million. He's good, though, dude. He's a monster. He's, he's a, a lineman, he's a right? Monster. He's an offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, he's an offensive lineman for the 49ers. We need him. We need him for the we're trying to resign. Yeah. Albuquerque and Longview are 777 miles apart. Really? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of numbers. But that's it, people. Thank you, you came. You learned. You came. Thank you so much. Seriously, thank you for joining us. Um, and Hopefully you came because you learned. And hanging out and, and asking us questions and, and speaking to us. Do we have us. enough time to do boys room? Yes. We do. Okay. Welcome to one, two, three, the boys' room. Yep. Bro, you do that thing. And just stop. Shut the fuck stop. up. Stop. Stop. All right. Well, we're in the boys' room, so let's get back onto a happy note. Well, now I'm pissed. Now the <laughs> now the camera's going again. I can. I'm not mad I, at you. I'm mad at him. I can cut out that whole section of the the thing not working because we are already pretty much at that point at the end of it anyway. I could just cut out the Trent Williams talk. Um, but that needs Trent Williams. No, we'll hear about <laughs> we Trent do it again. Williams. We'll hear about it. We just won't, we won't see about it. We won't hear that he's a <laughs> got 49er. You, got you. All right, boys room. What we got? David, go ahead. Shoot it. And this is the segment where we get the, the boys some advice, some problems, some situations, and they get to, we get give, to give their a, take give on our, it. Give our advice. 
you know, the stuff you didn't ask for. And so we're going to get right into it with this first one. That's the weirdest bit of possible. <laughs> if it decides to. Okay, so this is kind of a weird vent and uh, just asking for advice on how to handle this. One of my best friends is always sending me body pics, preaching about healthy eating and drinking water, etc. Now, we're both trying to lose weight, and I'm honestly really happy for her her weight loss. But I recently found out she's been lying about all of it and taking a prescribed weight loss pill. It just upsets me because we've been working together to lose weight, and she's dropping pounds rapidly. And when I ask her about it, she just talks about how healthy she is. Kind of in a I'm better than you way, you know, I'm not supposed to say I know she's taking a pill to help her. And there was a moment when I was honestly worried about her starving herself or abusing laxatives, uh, which she sends me daily pics of her mixing Miralax into her coffee, which double, you know, double down because it's been such a rapid weight loss. I guess I'm upset that she's lying to me about it and telling me I should be doing this or that when she's not doing that and is just using fentamine. I feel like we're in this competition now because she's always telling me how to do things and sends me daily body pics of talking about how skinny she is now. I'm not ashamed to admit, yeah, I'm a little jealous and I was very worried for her health before finding this out. I still am due to what the weight loss pill entails, but how would you guys handle this situation? I don't enjoy being lied to and being flexed on all the time. Yeah, it kind of sucks. And this isn't a spite post either. I'll continue to try and lose weight and I'm not dissing the weight loss pill or her happiness. I just... Want some advice on how to handle the situation without making her or myself uncomfortable? I don't think there's a way out of it without having an uncomfortable conversation. I think, I think one, two things, maybe two things, maybe three. But the first thing I think is she needs to understand all the work that she's putting in to lose weight. Like, this is all teaching her something. This is teaching her that. One, it's possible to do it on your own, which is super empowering. Two, like she doesn't need the pills. She doesn't need all that. Like her weight loss is coming out of her own free will, right? She doesn't need to worry about anything else. All she needs to do is worry about her, worry about what she's eating. And she's learning something about this. She's she's learning how to control her food, control how much water she drinks, how much soda she has. She's learning how to control all these things. And that's not really something that this other girl is learning right now. So at the end of the day, when she's going to maintain her weight, this girl is never going to learn how to maintain her weight yeah. because she was been abusing these pills and stuff, thinking that this is the best way to do it. But when it push comes to shove, she's not going to know what to do at the end because she's not going to be able to hold it all together. So she, yeah, she could be skinny for two weeks and then she's off her stuff for a month and then she gains back like she 10 pounds. Back. It happens. Yeah. It happens because people don't know how to con- control and maintain. Um, so I think that in the short term, she's winning, but in the long term, she's going to see the truth. No, oh, you had like four other things. Yeah, no, I forgot all of them. Oh, after okay. I explained yeah. that first. No, I, I completely agree with that. Um, but I would encourage her to have that conversation. Um, I don't know what the situation is as to why she doesn't, she's not allowed to know that she's taking that medication. Um, but I would have that conversation because that would get annoying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know you're clearly taking, for instance, say, you know, we're working out the same, we're following the same program, but you're taking like trend behind the scenes 
and you're having these huge PRs. Oh, you're like, oh, well, bro, you see, it's because of like this technique that I do or it's this form that I do. You have to do this, this, this. I would get annoyed and I'd be like, bro, I know you're like juicing. You're like juicing. it's fine. I don't care if you do that. Yeah. I don't care if that's how you feel you need to do it because you want that rapid growth or in this case the rapid loss. Uh-huh. But don't tell me what to do because you're not trying to do this the way that I am. Like there's two different there's two different paths to lose weight and this is what you're on and this is what I'm on. That's fine. But stop telling me to do things that are working for you when you're supplementing and expediting your weight loss as opposed to me. I would 1000% encourage that that conversation to happen. Is it worth it? Because who? It's not her life. Why does she? Because I, I can guarantee you, the first thing that's going to come up is, why are you worried about the way I'm losing weight? I, she's but, not going to see that she's showing off. She's going to be like, oh. no. But the thing is, is that the other person is worried about the way that she's losing weight. It has nothing to do with like, it's not, it's not her coming to and be. Oh, you shouldn't lose weight that way. You should do it this way. It's I know you're losing weight that way, so don't tell me how to do it because I'm trying to do something very different than you. You see what I'm saying? I kind of do, but here's what I'm going to say back is. She, they went on this journey together. Mm-hmm. So the minute that she's like, "Well, I don't like the way you're doing it," it's gonna, it's not gonna be like an understanding thing. No, she's but not gonna understand. I'm that. not saying she needs to understand. What I'm saying is that like she's clearly annoyed because this person is giving unsolicited advice for something that she's not even practicing. She's sending pictures. She's not giving advice. No, it says she's telling her what to do all the time. Where? So like when she first saw the big loss she was like hey how what do you like how how are you doing it like what you're losing uh, so much weight and the friend was like oh i'm just eating salads you know i just go and, to bed and lying early. about the pills so it's like oh i'm doing i i'm only drinking I'm, i've been fasting 72 okay, hours i get it okay yeah. but really she's eating everything she wants but she's taking a pill to lose it all and it, it you know the conversation is going to start on a ne- on a bad foot the no matter what because go well. it's gonna it's gonna start with hey i know i know you're lying yeah yeah I would encourage her to have it. Yeah, have the conversation for sure, but don't expect it to go well. You know, like, don't expect to lose a friend, but don't expect to hear that from that friend for a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting. I just hope she can understand from the long run that she's going to benefit way more from her experience than the other girl is. Yeah. And, and, but everybody has their breaking point. Like, you know, um, Yeah. 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 So I was in this relationship for nearly three years. My now ex has been a vegan since he was 18. When we moved in together last year, he wanted me to try out veganism. And honestly, I was contemplating going vegan beforehand. So I thought, why not? At first it was okay, but fucking hell, I was craving chicken McNuggets like there was no tomorrow. I've been there. Love chicken nuggets. I would literally have dreams where I'm surrounded by chicken nuggets and I would watch Matt Stoney videos and get so jealous. I've been there. So at least twice a week, I would sneak out of the house to say, I'm just going to the supermarket or running errands. And then I go to McDonald's and eat a bunch of nuggets or a McChicken. I would then quickly go to the grocery store and buy, go to the grocery store and buy random shit that we don't even need. So he thinks I really was just at the supermarket. I was doing this for months, but my ex started getting suspicious. And yesterday he blew up at me and accused me of cheating on him because of the amount of times <laughs> I leave the house and refused to let him come with me. And then he broke up with me. Oh, fuck. Obviously, I came clean about the whole thing, but he doesn't believe me. He thinks I'm lying about going to McDonald's and is convinced I'm using that to cover up sleeping with another guy. How do I prove that I haven't been cheating? I never thought my relationship would end over something so stupid. The, you go to the... F- you go to the- 
McDonald's. The first you uh, go to the McDonald's no. and be like, "Hey, Jimmy, can you you recognize me, right?" <laughs> yeah, and then I'm the here guy every day. Always, so yeah, you're the chick that has a 40, <laughs> 40 McNugget meal every time you walk in. No, uh, I would. This first guy says you can prove it with bank statements. That's one thousand percent what I would yep. do. Yep. yep. Like, look, this is literally every time I've been to McDonald's. Every time I've been having sex with someone else, it's been at this McDonald's. However. He can always come back with like, yeah, you just got that afterwards. That's like your after sex meal. That's what I would. I, I would show the bank statements and 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 I'm, rest I'm it on that. I'm curious to think that if the boyfriend would break up with them because just because he's not vegan anymore. Are these two guys or two girls? Are these two guys? Uh, two, two guys, guys or uh, two guy and a girl? Oh, it's a guy and a girl. Oh, okay. yeah. She, oh, so she's going. She's going. So she, it, I wonder if he would be like, if he's that serious about veganism that he would get mad at her. And, break up with her because she's not, he's not she's not a vegan anymore i okay so so when it comes to like you know having a a uh like a significant other who you know like like for instance like for me i have a weight class i have to compete in i have you know certain things that i have to do like i would never expect monique to to have to do that with me like she doesn't have to diet with me right this is different because when people become vegan it tends to have with a lot that has to do with like animal cruelty and and a lot of other stuff so but if she's really that unhappy like my question becomes like why didn't she feel comfortable expressing that to him in the first place like why does she feel the need to go hide mcnuggets as opposed to just being like listen i i will have vegan meals most of the time but i'm not going to have it all of the time yeah you know what i mean and i think brings me to a different conversation where it's like I tend to have this like mentality of like all or nothing where it's like, okay, I can't send out, I can't make a hundred cold calls today. So I'm just going to do zero, which makes zero progress the entire time. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, if you don't go all in on being vegan, then you can't just have, like, I enjoy vegan meals. Like some of them are good. Oh yeah. Some of them are really fucking good. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with it, but I don't want every meal I have to be vegan. I'm just not vegan. I still need some steak. You know? Like so I think that's my it. question is like, why did she feel that she couldn't come to him about that as opposed to now she tried to hide it and it's blowing up into something she's never expected, you know? True stuff. True stuff. I agree. Do we have enough time for our... We do for the audio, but close out the video. All right. So me and my boyfriend... Well, nope. Me and my husband. I keep thinking everything is gay. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) My husband and I have been married for a year and dated for two years before this. We only started living together after we got married, so I never really noticed this before. My husband never asks me for anything. And when I say this, I mean anything. Never asked me to make him a meal or grab the remote or even close the door that I opened. Even if I offer, he declines. The other day, for example, I was in the kitchen making a meal. I asked him if he wanted me to make him anything. He declined, saying he wasn't hungry. Not even 10 minutes later, he's making himself a sandwich, one I could have easily made for him. Or a couple weeks ago, he ripped his pants and needed to get it redone. And instead of asking me, a woman who loves to sew, he decided to pay for a tailor to do it, when I easily could have done it for free. It's not even these scenarios. He could have a headache and not ask me to get a medicine his car could break down and instead of asking me for a ride hill uber he could come home from an exhausting shift at work and instead of having me make him something he'll go to sleep without eating i'm honestly starting to resent him 
Why does he need yes. to do everything himself? Isn't he isn't having someone to rely on the point of having a partner? I know a lot of women complain about their husbands relying on them too much, do their dishes, pick up after them, make the meals. But come on, he can't even ask me for a ride to work. I rely on him for a lot of things. I guess it'd just be nice if he did the same. Can anyone explain why he's like this? Man, that's some independent shit right there. Mm-hmm. Damn. I think, honestly, I, I'm i kind of like amazed because I'd be like, yeah, make me a sandwich. That'd be awesome. I don't want to make a sandwich if you're going to make one too. Fuck yeah. I'd be like, like I, why would I want to pay for an Uber if you could pick me up? I don't know. I see a lot of opportunities in a relationship. You know what I mean? But I think maybe, maybe he was just raised a certain way. And I don't think he thinks it's a bad thing. I don't think he thinks it's wrong. I think he just, that's just how he's always done it. And he's never thought of it. He never thought it was like a negative aspect. So I guarantee you, he doesn't even know this is a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Can fucking guarantee it. Either that, either the way he was raised or his last relationship that he was in, um, it's probably how he had to be where he would ask for something and he would never get it. So he just decided to just do everything on his own. Either that, or this is his first relationship and they're older. So he just decided, I think he's like 28. I think that's what I said. They so, married? Uh, no, the boyfriend married. Oh, married. Oh, so he, okay. Here's another thing. Sometimes in relationships, when you start off a certain way, you start dating and, uh, you don't, nip certain little things in the butt from the beginning they start to think it's okay so he probably never thought it was a problem because she never said anything about it in the first place so i'm thinking that she probably is now finding this a problem but when she first started dating him she thought it was like a plus but now she wants to be wanted and she can't because she it's it's like a whole cycle for him to break now it's gonna be a lot harder you know what i mean because he's so used to it he doesn't think it's a problem I, I would go back to like, I it, it's either the way he was raised or his last relationship where he was like conditioned to be like, yeah. if you ask for something, you're a burden. So don't ask for anything. So you're not a burden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how do you, how do you solve that problem? Shoot. I, What's the, communicate? One, two, three. Communication. communication. Uh, I would just say talk, like, like tell her, like tell him like, I want to do things for you. Like I, I want to be able to help and to do this. I want you to feel comfortable to come to me because I understand where she's coming from, where it's like a sense of like, why don't you want to ask me for these things? And can I not accomplish them for you? Do I not do them to your standard? Do you like, trust me. Do you, you not stuff. trust me? Like, the, so I see where the problems come, but I think he just doesn't want to be a burden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Either that or she's really terrible at everything. And he like is just like nah. just <laughs> <laughs> no. That's a thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but uh, I I honestly think that it's something where it's like either in his yeah. his relationship with his mom or whoever raised him or a past relationship where anytime he would ask for something, no matter how small, he was made to feel like a burden. So he just doesn't want to do that because he loves her and he doesn't want to be a burden to her. Yeah. Overall, stop coming to Reddit. Go talk. Easy. Yeah, but then we don't have these segments. Yeah, no, no. Definitely yeah, post them so we read about them, but, them, but go communicate. Definitely after this. Like, go talk about it. Well, you just spent some time in the boys' room. The boys' 
room. Smoking in the boys' room. Smoking in the boys' room. All right, if you made it this far into the podcast or the video, thank you so much for your time. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Go ahead and click the subscribe button down below. Click the bell notification icon over there, and uh, that way you guys know when we're uploading our videos. And if you were live on our TikTok, thank you so much. We really, 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 really enjoyed meeting you guys. And uh, next time it'll be less loud, more fun, and more questions. And hopefully more of you come and join us, um, and we'll put out some notifications next time. But Until then, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. We're not done. Ha, 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 ha.